hello, hello, and welcome back, you lovely people. We are the Disney moms gone wrong, wronger than ever, bolder than ever. Just kidding, guys. Um, We actually just kind of got back from a tiny hiatus where we did some enjoyable things. Uh, I think Diana did the most enjoyable thing. So fill us in. How was your time? Break it down. You guys. So as those of you that follow social media know, I am getting married and my bachelorette trip was to nowhere other than the mouse house. Like, where else would I go? Mm -hmm. So... It was so fun. It was me, my mom, one of my sisters, my officiant and my maid of honor, and my other sister could not make it. And I was extremely disappointed because really as soon as like I got engaged and had my wedding party, they were all like, so we're doing Disneyland, right? And I was like, well, duh. Um, and she couldn't make it. So my maid of honor went and she had a, it's like out of yard sign material, but she had a cutout, like a fat head of my sister made. And we put it on a stick and we brought it to Disneyland with us. I will tell you that they don't let you bring those into Disneyland. But if you don't, don't hide them. But if you hide them, um, they don't know. So, <laughs> so how did you hide said fat head? Um, said fat head might have took a piggyback ride under someone's shirt. Smart. And made it. So the first day we went to security and we had it and they were like, ooh, you can't bring that in. I was like, check it out. Like, I'll even show you my app because they were telling us like, you can't do it on rides. Like people hold it up in the rides. And like, I understand it's dumb, but I understand. Um, And so I go check it out. I'll even show you my tickets. Like we're only going to downtown Disney. Like. It's my bachelorette trip. My sister couldn't come. Like, we really just want to get a few pictures of her around downtown Disney. And he was like, I have to ask the boss. Hold on. And so we asked the guy and he was like, so you're not going to bring it back tomorrow when you come to the park? And I was like, no, we won't bring it back. Like, I really like if we can't bring it, we can't bring it. But I would love to get some pictures today to like post. And he was like, all right, go ahead. So he he let us in. He said, let me ask my boss and then Mickey Mouse comes from around the corner. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. You're trying to bring it back. No, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> I love that you make the voice. Oh my goodness. Like, I swear you should just do impressions. Um, so then we got back to the hotel room. Like, well, we went and we picked up my mom and sister from the airport, got back to the hotel room, and we we're like, here's the gist of it, guys. We have to find out how to sneak Julia into Disneyland. And Julia's head. Yeah, Ju- and, Julia's head. And she had Julia had a great time. Like, she went on rides with us. She ate lunch with us. She was out here wild. Like, she was doing it big, you guys. And it was, like, literally so much fun. Um, I was nervous about going with so many people. I'm high anxiety anyways. Let's be honest. But I was like, oh, no, what if I don't sit on enough rides with this person? Or, like, what if I spend too much time talking to this person? What if I leave this person out? Um, And I went with, like, the best group of girls, and that was never the case. Like. We were really close to the park, so anyone who wanted to go nap, nap. Anyone, like, I um, I am not one that will stand in the line for cars. Like, that line is too damn long for me. I will not. The ride's not that great. I'll go to Autopia, which is also a terrible ride lately. Um, but whatever. Hands like, down, I, terrible I ride. don't need cars in my life. Um, I just don't need cars in my life. And now, with the Genie Plus... You can only get cars if you spend like 20 bucks. And I was also like, not only will I not wait in line for it, but it's not worth $20 to me. Um, I'll go on rides three times if I was allowed to and pay $20 every time, but not not cars. 
And so, like, one of my girls really wanted to go on Cars. And my other girl was like, sure, I'll pay for it. Let's go. And it was nice. Like, they went off. They enjoyed Cars Land. They did whatever while the other few of us headed um, to do some other stuff in the park. So, like, it was never, I never felt like anyone was like, oh, my God, she's not paying enough attention. I came all the way here and she hasn't rode a ride with me. You're like, I never felt like that. It was very nice and very fun. And it was so much fun that when I got home on Sunday night, I told my soon-to-be husband that I like I'd been begging him to let me take the baby on my trip, and he wouldn't. And partially because he wanted me to enjoy the trip, but also partially because he's a Disney dad. And so he was like, You're not Disneying with my child before like I Disney with him. Like we both have to be there on his first trip, which is selfish, but like I fair, love I guess. That it's whatever. A verb. Like Disney. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Like that is, that is giving the life, the verb. <laughs> and, yeah. And so I hassled him for about 36 hours about like, you know, we could probably pull off a weekend trip for Father's Day. Like I bet you like Amaya was in L.A. with her mom and they were going to come back and then we were going to get her. And I was like. I bet you we could just meet her mom in LA and get Amaya and just do Father's Day for in Disneyland. Like it's supposed to be the one of the littlest crowds. Um, and it only took about 36 hours of just nonchalantly bringing it up for him to finally get the hit and book us tickets. And so sure enough, we left Thursday and we drove to LA and picked up Amaya. And did Friday, Saturday in Disneyland and California. And what was cool is her mom ended up staying and also buying tickets because they didn't go to California when they went. They just did Disneyland for a day. And so we actually did a lot with her mom and her stepdad and her other baby brother. So she got to experience Disneyland with both blended families, minus Buster and Chesney. But like her mom, her dad, her stepparents, and both of her baby brothers. That's really awesome. That's pretty so awesome. It was a blasty blast. And then Buster and Chesney missed Disneyland and we couldn't swing another Disneyland weekend. So I booked a hotel room in, in like Vallejo. And I was like, we'll go to Six Flags. I bought us Six Flags passes, um, season passes for all of us mm-hmm. so that we could all go at some point. And uh, Chesney woke up coughing pretty bad. COVID tested her. It was negative. I was like, okay, cool. And um, and then I said, we'll just take a test with us to be safe before Six Flags. So, you know, we go. We spend the whole day at the hotel. And um, it was super fun just relaxing, hanging out with the kids, playing Nasty Bean Boozled. And... um. And then sure enough, the next morning, I forgot a test and my best friend was meeting me there to also bring her kids. We could have like a throwback before relationship. You know, we used to just be us and the kids all the time. So I said, let's just do a throwback. Meet us there. Let's have a day together. And uh, she brings a test because I forgot one. And I test Chesney and she's positive for COVID. So Buster's negative. So me and Chesney load up in the car. Poor Chesney had just tears flowing, quietly crying, though. Like she wasn't like. I don't want to go. She was just crying, like heartbroken, which mm-hmm. is like almost worse yes. than throwing a fit. Because at least throwing a fit, I could be irritated with you, I guess. Like, ugh, quit throwing a foot, okay? No, but she's like heartbroken, crying quietly and like, just she, and I didn't have to say anything. She literally went and got in the car and put her seatbelt on while I was talking to Nicole and testing Buster. And Buster was negative, so we let him stay. And then I walked to go get in the car and I just watched her head down silently crying. Oh. So the whole way home. I'm like, what do you want? You can have whatever you want. So she really had to pee. So I threw a mask on her and took her to the gas station to go to the bathroom because, like, it was an hour drive. I couldn't let her pee her pants over it. 
And so, you know, I, we masked her up and sanitized her and got her in the bathroom and sanitized the bathroom on our way out and got her back to the car. And she saw stuffed animals in there she wanted. So I went back in and got them for her. And then I got her McDonald's for lunch. And on the way home, I'm like, think of whatever treats you want while you have COVID. I'll go shopping when we get home. And like did a whole shopping trip after I dropped her off. And uh, then my mom's like, yeah, the baby was a little snotty this weekend. He was okay. I tested him. He was positive for COVID. Uh-huh. I tested positive the next day. Buster tested positive two days later. And Paul, immune system, always sick. Like, this guy's always sick. Never tested positive for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. like, it's not for lack of, like, he wasn't quarantining. Like, we slept in the same bed. Like, we both helped with the baby. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't like he was quarantined. I was like, how the hell did you, with the weakest immune system in the house, not get COVID? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Did he buy so a lot of ticket? I, I, he should have. I didn't even think about it because <laughs> yeah. when I had it, I actually was down for like two to three days. Like I was like, I don't sleep in. I don't sleep during the day. Even if I'm sick, I'm downstairs trying to help with the baby. There was one day that I woke up and I was like, Paul, I can't do this. Like, I have to go back upstairs. I cannot do this. And he was like, go ahead. And I went upstairs and I fell asleep and I felt bad, like, later on for it. But I was that miserable that in the moment I was like, I need to go to bed. And um, I woke up, like, an hour and a half later and I heard the baby crying and I knew Paul was trying to work. So I go, bring him to me. I'll put on a movie. And then 45 minutes later, he brought up a bottle and I laid the baby down. And luckily, the one thing the baby did do while he had COVID was take three hour nap. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. And so at least, like, he laid down for three hours and I could rest. And then the next, that night I went to bed and I slept for like 12 hours. I woke up at like 10 in the morning, which I never sleep that late either. Um, yeah, COVID kicked my ass. At hmm. least like you got it out of the way before your wedding. Like you, well, um, yeah. within like the, wow, I'm over and beyond okay. And now I should be like aces. A hundred freaking percent. Damn. So um, that is pretty much how my hiatus has gone. Um, I almost got arrested on 4th of July. That was pretty okay. exciting. I don't know if I told you guys that story No, yet, how does but, one go? Um, like, that's the day of freedom. You almost got locked up. What you do, shouty? So I was, I was trying to be free, okay? <laughs> and I'm not saying we had fireworks that you shouldn't have, but we are the Disney Moms Gone Wrong and your girl is a good time. So mm-hmm. we might have had a Roman candle or seven. I don't know. <laughs> So, I don't know if you know how a Roman candle works, because, like, before I didn't really know, like, up until a few years ago, but you light it, and then you hold it in the air like you're the Statue of Liberty, and it, like, lights off 10 fireworks. And there's, like, a few seconds in between each one. It's, like, a 30-second, 45-second firework. And you have to hold it up in the air while it shoots it off, and it's, like, pretty colors. Bro, I light this firework, and as soon as the fuse ignites, I cannot... Like, I cannot make this shit up. As soon as the fuse ignites and it's too late to do anything, Paul goes, cop. (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) So here I stand in all of my glory with a Roman candle lit in my hand um, in front of my sister's house. And I'm proud to be an American. (laughs) No, for sure. I have, like, in front of my sister's house, she has a few friends over. The neighbors are out watching our fireworks because our show was lit as hell. Um, 
all the kids are out. My parents are out here. Like, and I'm just like standing with my hand on my hip and like my arms straight up in the air. And the officer goes, he just looks at me like with a smile on his face. Like luckily where I live, like the cops are pretty good about giving a warning um, with a smile on his face. And he's like, really? And I was like, well, I can't put it down now. It'll hurt somebody. Like, I, there's, like, literally nothing I can do. So I'm like, what does he want me to say, you know? So I'm like, there's nothing I can, like, I can't put it down now. I'll hurt somebody. And he was like, and he was like, I know. And he just looked at me and I was like, I was trying to be the cool aunt. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah, are you embarrassed? And what are you going to do? Tell a cop no. It's <laughs> like, as soon as Paul yelled cop, my heart stopped for about 10 seconds. And then I was like, well, at this point I'm getting a a ticket like I, I didn't foresee myself getting arrested the police around here normally are good with the warning but at most I was getting a ticket the guy had a smile on his face when he turned the corner like whatever and so um when he was like are you embarrassed I was like a little like what am I gonna say like not really so I was like yeah a little bit and he goes can you stop like can you do me a favor and stop and I was like absolutely mind you behind me on the ground is the tube that we're setting off mortars in on the table behind me is like one side of regular fireworks, one side that came from across the border. <laughs> so um, Paul's trying to very nonchalantly hide those things. We have like someone walking out of the backyard with like a beer and a shot. Yeah. Um, so it was really fun. Y'all almost had to record without me, but you know what? It was a damn blast and it's a memory I'll never forget. Also, I was in front of that cop car for at least 30 to 45 seconds and no one behind me thought, damn, this would make a good picture. Oh, mm. like you guys, like hand on my hip, Roman candle in the air in front of a cop car talking to a cop with his window down. And no one thought this would be a meme. Wow. Yeah. So I could have hang out with the wrong opportunity. crowd. That's, I'm I know. You. That's it. Missed opportunity. <laughs> so sorry to take so long, but it has been a hiatus and um, that has been my life. Wow. Susan, how was your hiatus? What'd you do? Fill us in. Um. Not uh, not as much as yeah, Diana. You stayed on the right side. <laughs> you didn't of the almost law. get like arrested. No, I didn't. <laughs> I almost wanted to be arrested I though was, when I flew to Florida. <laughs> I was almost at the Take happiest and saddest place on earth in the same two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I had a family emergency, um, and I had to go to Florida. But amongst this trip to Florida, I. I I grew a new uh, definition or meaning of like what the village means. Um, you know, like as moms, people are always like, oh, where's your village? You know, we'll be your people that'll help your kids. Right. But it's like, what about the people that live like on the outskirts of the village? Like, who are those people? Right. <laughs> so um, I had to go to Florida with Marco, who's 16 months old. And my mom, who does not like to fly, and my aunt, who also doesn't like two other aunts that don't like to fly either. One of my aunts hasn't been on a plane for like 20 years. And so I was, uh, needless to say, uh, very stressed <laughs> because of the whole situation. It and sounds so, like that. It, it was. Yeah, it was very stressful uh, on my way there. Uh, I had Marco strapped into me. I've never flown with a baby before. Um, rookie mistake. I put him in a kangaroo. So like I strapped him to my body. That was the first mistake. Uh, two of my aunts had to be like in a wheelchair to like to get to the gate of the airplane. And so when we were going through TSA, the lady that was like 
pushing the wheelchair. She's like, oh, you got to take everything off. And I'm like, but I got a baby strapped to me. Do you still want me to take everything off? She's like, yeah, yeah, you have to take everything off. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> so here I go, <laughs> taking everything off. <laughs> you have no idea. If you've never put on a kangaroo with one hand, then you don't know what it's like to be a parent. <laughs> You don't know what it's like to suffer. <laughs> I don't, oh my so god! I'm like, okay, so I take Marco out. I have nowhere to put him but the floor, and I don't want to put him on the floor. And so I'm like taking everything off, taking my shoes, put my stuff in bins, and then as I'm like literally unclipping the last clip of my um kangaroo, the TSA agent comes up to me and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I was told to take off my kangaroo," and she's like. Next time, don't take off your kangaroo. You just walk through a special, like, security gate thing where they check you. And I'm like, that's not what she said. <laughs> I, I would have been that. so yes. pissed. I was like, I that's not like, what she said. I would have been like, listen, miss, don't ever try to do someone else's job again because you were wrong. <laughs> I was like, okay. Now the next problem is, how do I put this shit back on? <laughs> like, oh, 100. <laughs> And if you've ever been in an airport with an infant, it's like complete chaos. And I also have like anxiety and I'm just like freaking out because I'm like, oh, my God, these people are judging me. Like you're one of those like people that doesn't know how to be a parent like while going through an airport or whatever. And so I'm like freaking out because my my aunts are trying to get back on their wheelchair and my mom's like where are we going and then the tsa agent's like grab your bins and i'm like i need to put on the kangaroo (laughs) 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 so there's this couple behind me a a mom and a dad and and they have a baby probably like the same age as marco and the mom just looks at me very sweetly and she's like do you want me to help you? And I was like, instinctively, I was like, yes, just hold my baby. <laughs> just handed Marco over to a stranger. And I'm like, in that same second that I handed him over, I was like, oh my God, I just handed my baby over to a stranger. <laughs> so I'm like, quickly putting on this fucking kangaroo and keeping an eye on Marco. <laughs> so I'm like, she can't run. She can't take him. And we're in a security you know location like you can't get far right <laughs> so oh my eventually goodness. gives me back marco and uh we're on our merry mate on our merry way and so i am just so grateful for the village that lives on the outskirts <laughs> that's that what is the real yes. like to see <laughs> another woman in need and just be like, girl, I got you. Like, we're in this together. Yeah. Like, that's the real MVP. I am that creepy mom. Like, after I offer to hold someone's baby, I'm always like, and sometimes like, oh, no, but thank you. Sometimes I'm like, damn, they probably think I'm crazy. But, like, I've been the mom that's like, somebody offered to take this baby for a minute. Or, like, when I see babies, like, that won't stop crying in public, I just want to be mm-hmm. like, they probably need not you. Because, you know, yeah. when you're stressed out, your baby feeds mm-hmm. off that. Because my oh, kids yeah. have done it. And then Paul or my mom come in and they pick up this baby and it stops crying and I'm like who the hell are you yeah. to make my baby quit crying when I can't so sometimes I'll see these moms in public with crying babies and I could tell they're flustered and I just want to be like let me cuddle your baby and then I'm like oh you're not supposed to do that now you can't do that in this day and age. yeah and it it was just 
It was so relieving. And then on my way back, I had another experience. I was the person living on, I was part of the village living on the outskirts. There was this um, older mom who had like a newborn baby um, strapped to her chest and she was sitting in a, in a middle seat. Like, first of all, that should be illegal. If you have a baby that's going to be on your lap, you should not be allowed to sit in the middle. You need an aisle or you need a window. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What? That. So this like, poor Like now you got to worry about pissing off two people? Right? <laughs> That's bullshit. So, this poor bullshit. lady, she had a baby, st- uh, you know, strapped to her chest. She has the diaper bag as, like, as her backpack, and she has a carry-on. She takes off her backpack, puts it on her seat, and then she's trying to lift her carry-on over this, like, practically newborn baby's head and put it into, like, the carry-on bins that are, you know, above an airplane. And I could tell she's struggling. There were two men sitting right in- next to her. Like, those were, you know, the people, like, there were assigned seats. They didn't offer to help her. And I'm sitting there with Marco and I like quickly like buckle Marco in. I was like, don't move. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to be big right now. (laughs) Don't move. And so like I got him like, do you want me to help you? And like I just saw like the sigh of relief on her face. She was just like, "Ah, yes, please. And I like just grabbed her luggage, put it over the bed. And I was like, don't worry about when we land because I will grab it for you whenever you're ready. And like. I'm like giving the side eye to these two fucking grown ass men. I'm like, what the fuck? Like you guys are obviously not parents and you obviously never been in this stressful situation to know how like how much anxiety and stress goes through your body when you're like in a situation where you don't want to be a bother, but you need someone to help. And ah. <laughs> let me tell you that you're so much nicer than me. Not in the fact that I wouldn't have helped her because I 100 percent would have helped this mama. I would have called those men out. I'm petty as hell. And I would have been like, excuse me, grown ass man, would you mind lifting this poor lady's luggage like and getting it out for her when we land? Like, I don't understand. PSA to all the men that listen to our mm-hmm. podcast. If you see a mother and need help or she doesn't think you're hitting on her, she is grateful that you're putting her damn luggage in the overhead bin. If she has a baby strapped to her at the grocery store and she's lifting something heavy, Trying to get water or something into her cart. Get the damn water. Yes. Seriously. Yes. She doesn't think you're hitting on her. I promise. She doesn't want Mm-mm. you. She has a baby. She has enough to take care of. She don't need another no. kid. Just help her. <laughs> no. Help. Like, learn like, that, guys. Come on. Oh, come on. Like, women, yeah. too. Women help women. But I do feel like we're in, like, a spot where, like, some men are just oblivious to, like, like, why are we not being helpful? Like, you're too macho to help a woman with a baby? Like, come on mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Because so. let me tell you, if I'm going to pay for an OnlyFans, before I pay for some guy trying to show off his goods, I'm paying to watch the other guy put the baby to sleep. Yes. And do the dishes. <laughs> Thousand percent. <laughs> Say it louder for the people in the yes. back. <laughs> I'm saying men. I want to see, like, I would rather a see a man out. do the dishes or whatever. Like, that is, you want to talk about seeing junk? That's the junk I want to see. That's the junk you know I want to see. Socks? Do you fold socks? You know you're going to get me you know hot and you, like? <laughs> you know that little thing you like? I'm more up to do it when you do that little thing I like, which is the dishes. <laughs> I'm just saying. My husband does dishes. Mm-hmm. Happy wife, happy life. A. And that's why we're called Disney Moms Gone Wrong. This is the gone <laughs> this is, wrong part. This is the fantasy this is section. Part, this is fantasy land. <laughs> Yes, it's it's one of my favorite lands in Disneyland, to be fair. Um, I feel like that's not the end of your flight story. It is. Oh, so when we landed, um, 
as promised, I was like watching her, like I'm trying to make eye contact because she was like two rows ahead of me uh, and she was like on the opposite side of the plane. So it's like easy for you to like get lost, you know, amongst the people. So I'm like trying to keep an eye on her or whatever. And um, as she like was standing up because it was like her turn to get down, um, I kind of like got up and I'm like, do you want me to get it? And so she's like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's OK. And I, I just grabbed it. And like literally as I'm like pulling it down and about to put it on the floor, one of the guys that is like sitting next to her was like, oh, I can get it if you want. And I'm like, dude, I'm done grabbing it. What are you doing? Thanks do? like, for what? showing up, bro. I know you guys Two can't. Two minutes s- too late. Like what? I know you guys can't <laughs> see me listening to the podcast, but no, I'm rolling my goddamn eyes right mm-hmm. now. I'm, they are rolling right Hardcore. It's <laughs> like, um, you're done. Get away. Didn't no. you puke on somebody on this plane ride? Oh, oh yeah, that too. <laughs> I forgot That's about the that. part of the story I've been waiting for this whole time. <laughs> that, I, I thought that was the part you're talking about. I'm like, well, I guess that too. Uh, yeah, I got food poisoning, like literally the night before my flight. And um, I took like a one hour nap on the four hour flight. I woke up from my nap and I was like, oh, I don't feel so good. I think I'm going to go to the bathroom. I literally made it to like, I don't know, like to the door. I was like maybe like three feet away from the door of the bathroom. And there is a flight attendant like blocking me to go to the bathroom. And so I was like, oh, I'll just ask for a barf bag and I'll go back to my seat. And so uh, this poor guy, he like turned to me and he's like, oh, do you need something? I'm like, do you have a part barf bag? And he's like, oh, yeah. Literally, as he like spun away from me projectile vomit just projectile like like you know when your kid gets sick from eating too much candy yeah that's what i look like oh my goodness (laughs) and i'm a grown-ass woman and i'm like what's wrong with me oh my god the look look on the flight attendant's face i got vomit on his shoes um (laughs) not a lot though it was just like the front like the front of the shoes like the splatter you know what i mean yeah the (laughs) top And he literally looked at me like eyes wide open, opened the bathroom door and just like pushed me in and closed the door. (laughs) I'm done with your ass. (laughs) He was like, have another drink, lady. (laughs) I swear I'm not drunk. Like, I just have food poisoning. I I wonder if they thought you were drunk. They oh, you know what they did ask me? Like, are you okay? Is it just when i got out of the bathroom which i took a minute to get out because i literally threw up right in front of it so i'm not gonna like take a second and then walk out and see him cleaning up my vomit so i'm smarter than that i'm like standing in there for like a solid three minutes hoping that he'll be done right <laughs> time i walk out <laughs> and so he like looks at me he's like is it just like the flight that made you sick like are you just like uh like is it like car sick but like you know in the air or whatever yeah and I was motion like, no, sickness. yeah, motion sickness. And I was like, no, I just, I think I got food poisoning. And he's like, okay, well, here's another barf bag and keep your mask on. I'm like, okay. Yeah. He <laughs> yes, was sir. like, don't be giving nobody the shit. Not to Whatever you have. Wow. <laughs> I'm so dead. That's a lot. Okay. Wow. And I, I, I still had to lug Marco. <laughs> Yeah, my two hands that don't because it's weird it's this weird thing called like when you're a mom and you're sick you're still a mom yeah Yeah. oh yeah i need to learn how to sign like i heard there's a a subscription where like you get to be sick and not a parent i don't know how to do that yet but i'm looking Mm. if you find that subscription if you can send it my way 
I'm yeah. I'm hoping, I will my money. I'm hoping they have like a buy two months, get a month. Oh free my gosh! I will. You know what? I'll pay for that month free. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sarah, how was your hiatus? Um, I mean, I feel like after you guys, very very uneventful. Like I don't have any witty <laughs> anecdotes or like nothing. I went back to work. So I reacclimate, yeah. Um, so like a six month long maternity leave, which was fabulous. Lots of bonding time with my baby, but like I'm just back at work, back to the grind. It's so much fun, and if you can't see me, I am hardcore rolling my eyes. Um, and it's just like reacclimating to like that whole I I'm a cow at all day parts, like literally, yes. like I have three different pumps, so I have like. My car pump, because I commute 40 minutes to work. Then I have my pump at work, because, you know, that works a little bit better than my car pump. And then I have my pump at home. That way I don't have to lug my, like, pump back and forth. That's smart. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. I literally am like, this is, like, on demand. Like, what do you you guys want a breast milk latte today? Because that's what I'm serving up. (laughs) Hey, you should do that. People would fucking buy the hell out of that. I 100% think that. And especially, like, in the formula shortage, like, it's going to be my side hustle. Like, I'm down. No, that's actually genius. Um, Do you, you've been back at work for a few weeks now. Do you feel like your supply has changed at all since you've been back? Not necessarily. I made a commitment to myself and baby. That I would be very, like, that's what I let go when I went back um, to work with my first was I didn't make time to make sure I pumped. And so that was something I was like, absolutely not, because my supply changed with my first one. And so this time I was like, heck no, techno, like every two hours on the dot. I'm like, oh, got to go pump, got to go pump. And so so now it's like, I'll take my meetings while I'm pumping or, you know, I like just make they can work around me and my pumping schedule. And I know, like, I'm supplying nutrients. Like, come on. Good. So it has been yet. really hard. I didn't do well with Buster and Chesney. Going back to work, I immediately lost my supply. Um, Chesney was four months exclusively breastfed. Buster was always supplemented because he was colicky. We could never figure out why. So he, he just kind of was always supplemented. Um, and with Huck, I was like, you know, my work was like gung ho, like, yeah, every two hours, like you're fine, whatever you need. Um, and so when I first went back, like my supply was great. And then within a few weeks, like my work was just, I don't want to say toxic because the people were great. It was really outside management that was trying mm-hmm. to, so like my, um, my regional, whatever he was called, my regional manager, he would come in and then like, um, he would be like, oh, you need 15 minutes to pump. And like you pump, like 15 minutes is not adequate time to like get your pumps in, get everything going, get your letdown going, get to pumping, quit pumping, store everything and clean out your pumps. Like there's no way. And so he was like, how long do you need? Like 15 or 20 minutes? Yeah, you need a note for HR just to protect you. But like it started feeling like intimidating to me. And then I got stressed out and I was still pumping every two hours. But I think because I was so stressed about it, I quit producing. Yeah. See, that's, that's not okay. So messed up on so many that's levels. That's not okay. Yeah. No, I told. Yeah. So then when I was able to take my baby bonding, I did. And then Paul was like, don't go back. I like, mm. so I, I 
this time I was like, it's not work. Like, if shit's on fire while I'm pumping, it's on fire anyways. Like, it can wait however long it is. And so my boss Mm -hmm. knows. I mean, that's where I will say, like, my boss has been very gracious and, you know, they're super accommodating is like, I have two different offices I can choose from to like go and pump at. And so it's like, and even that, that I tell my team like, Hey, this is what's happening while I'm pumping. Cause normally like I'm on my laptop or, you know, I'm doing whatever I have to do while I'm pumping. So I'm still working. I'm still like doing all the things, but, and I tell my team, Hey, if you want to talk to me, then you're talking to me while I have my boobs on, or like, you know, it is what it is, fam. Yeah. So yeah. if you like the view, come and join. Because my shirt covers it. Like, you ain't yeah. seen nothing. Yeah. That's kind of how I was. Like, I was pumping in my car, um, but it just got really hot. Yes. So I would just go pump in either, like, my manager always had meetings, so it was hard to do it in there. But we had, like, a cash office or just, like, the break room. But there was no door mm-hmm. on the break room. But I had LVs, and they were completely wireless. Yeah. So I would just, like, put them in my shirt and, like, go sit in the break room and pump. And mm-hmm. if someone was, like, I had someone What's one time said something and they were like, you can't even hear it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like adjusted it or something. And they're like, are you pumping right? It was like a girl like, are you pumping right now? I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But like, <laughs> I mean, it's mom life. Yeah. It's what we do. It really is. And when like, I was if I pumping. was allowed on the sales floor with my pumps in, I would have just pumped in work. <laughs> no, I would have. So bad. No. Because then I would have lasted longer. Okay. I won't say that I've when done I- it, but I've done it. I yes. was I was slinging uh, some drinks while, but it was like they needed me at the think, same time, and it was one of the like like I don't have the LV, but I have like another one. It's basically the same thing, mm-hmm. but like it was the same thing, and you had no idea. Yeah. It just looked like I had a really big rack, and so did that really get us big boobs? Did that get us more Extra tips? tips? Maybe yes. <laughs> was anyone mad Thank at you. it? No. Did someone get a breast no. milk latte? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's more like <laughs> it just helped yeah, their immune system. More antioxidants for them. Like you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> you're better welcome. health for you, sir. I think my biggest mistake when I was pumping was that I didn't like like Diana was saying like I didn't really have like a designated room, and in that time I was working in like an office and I had a door, so like my pumping room was my office. So it was extremely hard for me to first of all like detach from my work to like go close my door and then put on my pump. But then what would happen is I would be pumping for too long or not enough time. And I needed to like continue with work. Like I, I needed to not work and pump. And that was something that I couldn't do. Like I, and that, that, and like Marco, like preferring the bottle over my nipple was a whole different story. (laughs) I loved pumping. I loved pumping, which a lot of people hate. Actually, my best friend who was was not going to breastfeed her babies decided to um, do exclusive pumping. She didn't nurse. She ended up breastfeeding later on in her baby's first year of life, but not in the beginning. In the beginning, she strictly pumped and bottle fed it. Um, But pumping actually gave her very bad anxiety while she pumped. And she still did it. And it's like actually called something. And I don't remember what it's called right now. Sorry, best friend. Um... But it, she she struggled. She would call me and she'd go like, I'm pumping. You deal with anxiety. Like, I, I'm just trying to get through this. But it like literally was very hard for her mentally to mm-hmm. pump. And she still did it. When me, I was total opposite. When I would get in my car from work, like at work, I would go get in my car on my break and I would put my pumps in. As soon as I could feel my letdown, every anxiety, every stress, I could literally feel it lifting off of my shoulders. 
So when I wasn't letting milk down anymore, I would just be so like depressed because I was waiting for that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like I, to this day, barely experienced that feeling of like, just like, it was my stress relief. That's like, yeah, it was weird. Probably like, I mean, and it could be like, it's that reminder, like at the end of the day, only in your babies matter. Like, and I think that's yeah. why it's like yeah. so easy to let that moment or in it that was moment. So crazy. It was so crazy. Yeah. So besides, I'm um, sorry for our breastfeeding tangent. So besides going back to work <laughs> and learning how to do that life all over again. Um, I feel like this should be like its happen? own episode. Yes. Like the hiatus episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. Stitch it right now, boss. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm on the boss's naughty list. <laughs> I can't now. be making demands. Right, that's true. You probably should no, not right now. Damn, you guys. So, like, if I'm not on the next episode, it's because I get in trouble. So, like, she does things, I, and it's just no. I, I don't do things correctly, and that's where the boss. He's like, honestly, if he could bitch slap me, he probably would. But like, California loss protects me. So <laughs> that's very good for you. But, I'm very happy. Yeah, about that no, law. me too. Because <laughs> the Supreme Court will probably overrule it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon. Sorry, too soon. Too, too soon. soon. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, there it is. I'm so sorry. If that was too yeah. soon. But it, but I mean, but like Those the boss is he's gonna true. come for me. So I'm gonna about I'm about to be like the fifth Destiny's child, and then it's gonna be like, <laughs> do you guys remember when Disney Moms Gone Wrong like started in like the beginning stages, and there was like three moms, and now there's only Diana and Susie. Like, do you remember that third mom? Yeah, she died. She got killed off. Like, <laughs> I didn't even make it past the pilot. They didn't develop my story. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, all the old podcasters gonna, all the old podcast episodes are gonna be remastered, and all of your verbiage yeah. is just gonna be missing. So it's like not gonna always make sense, but they're like so. <laughs> it's just gonna be deleted. I'm so sorry, boss. <laughs> Don't kick me off the pilot. <laughs> I did really remastered series. Oh. What I love is that you you consider yourself the fifth Destiny's child when the, there was only four, and then they kicked her off. So no, now there, there was three. five in the beginning. Yeah, no, there wasn't. Straight I thought up, that was first. Like no, no, no. Wait, I'm gonna pull this up. Straight up, there was five. The first album, there are five Destiny's Child. Are we really acting? Are we really acting like there was any other Destiny Child except for Queen Bay? Oh, uh, that's true. Mm. Oh, I mean, what was her name? It was like Beyonce and Friends, like Barney and Friends. It was Beyonce and Friends. <laughs> oh, her name. Okay, so it was Beyonce, Kelly, Michelle, Lativia, Latoya, and Farah. But Farah was the one. Who got the boot? You didn't even know about. Oh, and her name rhymes with mine. Oh God, fuck, guys! <laughs> <laughs> it's a done deal. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> oh, Fair Franklin. She didn't even make it. Oh, what was her last name? Franklin. Oh, and Frank. And what's your boss's Frank. name? Oh God, he's gonna get hey, me. You. Oh, that's my IT guy. I may be sleeping yeah. with him too, but I don't know. Jury's still out. You know, it happens. <laughs> oh, wow. he said we not. <laughs> I don't know where those two babies came from. Then I was just gonna say that I don't know whose kids those are. <laughs> I'm Hiddleston. <laughs> Is Whatever. it my zaddies? Oh Lord Jesus, please let it be my zaddies. 
Oh my gosh. So we have been talking, popping off this whole time. We haven't even gotten to the movie. Hey y'all, good morning. Frank here editing the episode. Yes, we are going to split this thing into two. So right now you're hearing uh, the wonderful Sarah, Diana, and Susan talk about some of their latest events. But the next episode coming out will be all about cars. That's coming out on Tuesday. I'm going to try to get this out by Monday. Hope you guys had fun and we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.